It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Monday, May 1st. 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the first Beckler and Shauna Pisscast of May. We're going to have to be fairly quick here as there were some technical issues at the studio this morning, so we're running a little bit behind. Yes. Um, how was your weekend though, Shauna? It was great. Yeah, so you rode snowboarding? Snowboarding on Saturday at Lake Louise. It was 17 degrees. It was the warmest day I've ever snowboarded. The spring season this year has been insane because we've had these crazy warm temperatures. So it's been the nicest days. I've never snowboarded. Is there any like snow that. left? Uh, there probably won't be for much longer. Their closing weekend is next weekend, but I don't know if they're going to make it because this whole week is supposed to be like 20 degrees there and snow melts fast in yep. those temperatures. Does it ever. Uh, but they, they'll, you know, as they tend to do, just to make it work, they'll start, you know, harvesting snow and bringing it in from up above and trying to make that last weekend happen. Wow. So, yeah. 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 It was nice. I got a sunburn this weekend. Me too. Yeah. Um, did have the best weekend. I, when I was off sick on Thursday, I thought I had the flu or a um, uh, food poisoning or something. I'm starting to think that there's something more wrong with me because I barely ate all weekend, and I what I did it, I couldn't keep down. Oh, boy. So I think I have, like, some more serious stomach problem. You might want to go get that checked out. Are you going to go to a yeah. doctor? Well, or? yeah. It's just such a pain in the ass to get in and see anybody, and then... Yeah, you have to eat, though. That's important. You do. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually quite worried that it's a parasite. Uh, I was reading into this, and like all the symptoms I have mm. are the symptoms that can be caused by a parasite, which is really disturbing to think about. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hope you it's might want to go bad. get that checked out. Yeah. I want to get that checked out. I want to get that checked out. We're going to talk about the goat of nerds on today's show. This penis iceberg that you've certainly seen. Everyone is sending us this story. Everyone. Yeah. An etymology. Something that happened here in the studio uh, on Friday. <laughs> I want to dive a new proposal for how professional sports should handle video review. We'll see what you think of this. We've got some puns related to coffee shops, a type of snobs, a new fashion trend that Sean is thinking about trying out. Ooh. So hot. And the other thing that sucked about this weekend was the NHL playoffs, which we'll talk about just Not after fast. your out of context clip. That's a penis. I got to tell Beckler I got to tell Sean. I got to tell Beckler. <laughs> Like, the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Well, do we talk about the NHL playoffs, or do we just do we just breeze on past it? You what know, you, I didn't know how there? to really approach this for you because yeah. this is a little touchy subject for you. <laughs> and as a Leafs fan, I can relate, so I didn't want to be cruel to you. So I kind of didn't say too much this morning. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you got to be you got to be on cloud nine, right? I'm pretty excited. The Leafs are on to the second round. Yeah, the curse is broken. Yes. Uh, Same with Oiler fans; they're moving on. They're excited. Yes. Yeah, it was uh, not easy, as in true Leafs fashion, they like to do. Uh, but but here we are. I'm very excited. Yeah, it's finally time. So there we go. Unlike your Bruins. No, one of the one of the worst collapses in NHL history. They pulled like, the Leafs. Yeah, they really did. But to I mean to to have a record-setting regular season. I know. There's never been a, a first-round matchup where the two teams had a greater points discrepancy, mm-hmm. and the Bruins are up three-one. Yeah. And they left Florida back. I mean, I can't even like complain about the refs or anything. Florida outplayed the Bruins that series. They deserve to move on. Yeah. Um, I always think when it comes to something like that, when you are favored so much. All the pressure is on. It's all on, on you. you. Yep. And then Florida comes in and they have nothing to lose. They don't yep. think they're going to win. They're going against this team that's had this record setting season. They're just like, frig it. We're going to try our best. And that's 
it's his problem, right? Because they can play loose and they can play and it's yeah. not the same pressure. So I was sad for a moment, and then I was trying to look on the bright side, and I was like, okay, well, I had a lot of fun watching them win for six months during the regular season. That's true, yeah. And this was the first season that my boys really took an interest in hockey, so we watched a lot of games oh, good. together. Good. And, I mean, the weather's nice now, so I won't feel like I have to be glued to a TV Fair. three, four nights a week as they progress the playoffs. So I'm looking for the, the silver linings here. Uh, those, are nice. are, those are mine are little silver yeah. linings. It's good. Coping mechanisms. Yep. So, uh, it's funny because before the game yesterday, I said to McKenna, I was like, if they lose, I'm going to be so sad. And she's like, but remember, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't really affect the, your life. She's like, that would be, it's like, if you get sad about the Bruins losing, that would be like if I was sad because someone was voted off The Bachelor or kicked off The Bachelor. Do you agree with that statement, Shauna? I mean, technically, it affects your life the same amount, which is zero. Not at all. So there you go. Yeah. I said it's a little different, though, because, I mean, you don't develop like a lifelong allegiance to a contestant on The Bachelor. You know, you don't. You you may be a season long allegiance to somebody, but that's about it. You're right. It's not quite the same as growing up as a kid, watching the same team, watching them fail. Going through the misery and then the elation. Yeah. And you know, as a Bruins fan, I've had some elation. You sure have. And now it's time for some misery. You know so. what? As a Leafs fan, I'm just, here we are. We broke that curse. We took that monkey off and back. I'm excited this for This is the darkest my, timeline for me. My Le- friend's a crazy sports on. fan, though. He, the guy who's been radio silence all of a sudden, right the minute the Leafs win, I get a phone call from him. He's alive, so this is this is good news. Will he disappear for the second round now? Absolutely, I'm sure he will. But yeah, we, we got to celebrate on Saturday for a little bit. We got to see our friend. We know he's he's alive and well, so there you go. God, if the Leafs go deep and if the Oilers go yeah. deep and the Bruins are out, then I will be oh, really sad. Yeah. That'll be so sad. Beckler and Shauna podcast. This is going to be a weird question, Beckler, but I'd like an honest opinion if I could. Okay. What is your opinion on the bra and blazer look? The bra and blazer look. Like if you saw a woman out wearing a blazer with a bra underneath, but the blazer was done up, okay, yeah. and then there's the bra underneath, it's yeah. this look that's... Go- what? What's your opinion on this? Hmm. Okay, you're undecided. <laughs> I'm explaining why. Because I got a new blazer recently, and it it's like the perfect type of blazer to do the bra and blazer look. Okay. And I was like, I'd love to give this a go. And as you know, I'm not somebody who does the whole fashion. I'm not on top of fashion, but I was like, I really like that look. And it's, I want to kind of step out of my own fashion comfort zone and I'd love to give it a go. But if I come in here and I'm wearing this and you're across from me, (laughs) I don't want you to be weirded out or offended by this look. So I'm asking. Oh no, I wouldn't be offended at all. Like just like, are you thinking because it's kind of revealing? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, people should wear as much or as little as they feel comfortable in. And that's what I was thinking, like so, the crop top and stuff, like yeah. there's a lot the more that's exposed in other looks that that girls wear often. So I'm just wondering about this one. Yeah, okay. I'm no prude. Wear what you want. Fair. I think, myself, I think the look is a little bit silly. Okay. And let me just, nobody should make their fashion choices based on what I think. I am not a fashionable person. No, no, I'm, this but is why I'm genuinely curious. I think it's a little silly. To me, it, it reminds me a lot of like, it's it's the formal and not formal mash together. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Avril Lavigne wearing a loose tie. Yeah, you know, just with with a t shirt. Which just, is the big is the, this is the weird thing about the new suits though is that now uh, all the fashion is showing like hoodies underneath a blazer. So it is is this weird combination. Some of the new yeah. suits are actually sweatpants with a blazer. Hmm. 
<laughs> so they are clearly trying to mash this, and I guess that's probably part of this whole bra blazer thing is, yeah, the mixture of casual and... I'm formal, formal. but I'm naked underneath. But I see what so. you're saying. Yep. Okay. So you're not, it's you're a little, not sold on it. It's a little silly to me. It almost, okay. I don't know, looks like dress up or something. It looks mm. like someone's playing a bit of dress up. Okay. But that's really just my opinion. It. Okay, I'm, I might, I, I might test it out. I might try it on for size. Okay, I asked McKenna what she thought. Yeah, what? Please, I, I just I, sent her a, a photo of like this is what you're talking about here, right? So all these women have yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the little bralette and the blazer, and uh, I said, "What do you think of this look?" And she said, "Edgy and hot." Okay, so. see, and I actually, it's funny when we first talked about this, I said, can you please ask McKenna, your wife, because she's way more fashion way forward more. than you or I, so yeah. I was curious if I were to do what she's like, okay, she, she says said edgy, edgy and hot. And hot. I think it's a bit silly, but who cares what I think. Yeah, I don't care what you Try think. it out. <laughs> Try it out. <laughs> Try it out, see if I've you like it. I've decided after asking. No, McKenna is who I'm going with. Maybe I'll wear a fun Avril Lavigne tie, too. Oh, God. <laughs> and arm socks. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. My son, Bo, he's eight, uh, and he told us at supper the other night that the kids at school were making fun of his shoes. Oh, come on. He said that they all have, like, Jordan 1s or other fancy shoes, and they were asking if his parents were poor or something. Because he just has, like, I don't know, the, the regular, regular Under Armour kid, kid shoes. shoes. Yeah, yeah. That you get it, like, winners or whatever. Right. I don't know. All right, then. So and I was wow. like, I was like, I take a little bit of offense to that. No kidding. We try to keep the kids looking good. We're not sending them to school in, like, bread bags for shoes. No. Nope. Um, I, I also think it's ridiculous to spend a ton of money on kids' shoes. Like, yes. They don't even get a full year out of them because they're nope. growing so fast. So It's a massive waste like, of money. To spend, like, Jordan 1's money on kids' shoes, I think, is... Yep. Is nuts unless you're filthy rich, but uh, actually, I was in LA a while back and I remember there was this family and they all had the matching brand new Air Jordans on. Uh, they had three kids and them, and they were all wearing them. And I'm like, Holy good. man! And looking I was asking good. a friend, I'm not well versed in those shoes, but I was asking how much those ones cost. I think they were like 300 bucks a pair or Even something. For kids, yeah, <laughs> like I was like, What is going on anyway? Yeah, it's crazy, me, man. Not no. for me. Uh, no. but Bo made the point, he said they were being shoe snobs. Mm. I was like, that's they exactly were. what they were being, Bo. They were, Bo. They were being shoe snobs towards you. We don't take kindly to that around no, here, we do don't. we? Oh, <laughs> just department store shoes. How pedestrian. <laughs> <laughs> Is that last season's Air Jordans? That's disgusting. <laughs> yes, if someone didn't wait in line to purchase your shoes on the day they were released, they're simply not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even brush your shoes? It's as important as brushing your teeth, you invalid. Yes, well, my shoes are made from endangered species leather in a colorway collaboration between Kanye West and Michael Jordan. They're incredibly rare. <laughs> the smell of that cheap leather is offensive to my high-class factories. Remove those shoes from my place of residence immediately. I'm about to be sick. <laughs> and farty. and Shauna podcast. We have a friend that used to be a big player in the uh, the rare shoe business. Yeah. Because, like, these sneakerheads are intense. They line up for shoe releases. They it's, trade expensive shoes all over the world, and they, you know, they're a real commodity. Totally. Valuable sneakers. And he used to be quite a player in that business. And then he got out of it and uh, recently declared sneakers to be whack. Expensive sneakers, in his words, are whack. Okay. So. And now we know. These kids... Ripping on Bo at school, I mean, jokes on them. Yep. 
their expensive sneakers are whack. And they're whack now. <laughs> they're also as whack. As well, so, obviously. Yeah. Uh, you know it's not whack? You're, it's Shane Holmes. <laughs> That was good. They offer affordable customization. If you're thinking of building a home, have a chat with Shane Holmes and see some of your options, some of the floor plan tweaks you can make. Of course, all the options, all the, the customization you can do with your finishings and that sort of thing. Uh, they're ready to make your dream home a reality. ShaneHolmes.com, the better way to build. Definitely not whack. Not whack. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. A quick Fortune 5 Pundy shout out if I could. Do it. This is, of course, the list of pun business names that, you know, we, we see around local Calgary and area. Name. Yep. Uh, this is actually a friend of mine from Regina who just opened her own coffee shop in, in Calgary. It's called Brood Awakening. Oh, that's good. So instead of rude, brood awakening, it's a coffee shop. Get and it, it hits on both levels yes. because of the awakening part. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, the so. stimulant of caffeine. Wow, that's a great pun. I thought so. And they just opened up and I was like, oh my God, it's a great pun and I should probably give them a shout out for it. Excellent so, pun. Uh, this is also interesting. A friend of mine who has always wanted to open his own coffee shop as well, we were chatting over the weekend and we got thinking about this a little bit more and he's he's honestly like taking steps to get closer to it. But he was like, I want something a little unique about it, something to you know stand out a little bit. And I was like, what if you were to open a coffee shop slash record store? Mm, okay. Kind of like, or vintage records even, like where you could go and peruse, because coffee and records kind of go hand in hand. Sure you know do. what I mean? Yeah, the same type of people who vibe. enjoy both. So I was like, why wouldn't you do something like that? And then we, of course, went down the rabbit hole of what we could call this. And I was going with all the different puns. And I was like, I want a pun that obviously mixes music and coffee. So I started brainstorming some of my own that I thought were pretty good. Okay. Passed them along to him. And I thought I'd maybe see if you enjoy any of these as well. If you have any to add, please do. Okay. Uh, the first one, this is maybe not the strongest, but Freddie Percury. <laughs> okay. The Motley Brew. Rage Against the Cappuccino Machine or the Coffee Machine or whatever. Yep. Uh, coffee Street Band. That's a stretch. <laughs> Uh, the Brew Fighters. Okay. I yeah. thought that one was decent. Uh, electric Percus <laughs> instead of Electric Circus, which of course everybody can remember. Um, Fleetwood Mach- Macchiato. <laughs> no? None of these? <laughs> There's some good ones there, yeah. So well, you're going the direction of like taking a band name yes. and making it coffee. Well, yeah, yeah. Live in La Vida Mocha, or if you want to go songs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no. If it makes you frappe. I've thought of a lot of these, and oh, I, quite, I thought man. they were pretty good, okay? Yeah, I mean, if you want to go the direction of a band name turned into a coffee shop, then, yeah, yeah you could go with, like, Bro Oyster Cult or, like, Coffee Fee Dobson. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a bad one. But if you want to stick with, like, the idea of vinyl and, yeah. like, specific, more, more broadly vinyl records, yeah. you could just call it, like, Brove because of, like, the grooves in a vinyl record and, like, the groove of the music. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you'd Brew. spell it. If it'd be R E W V E or with two O's, Brew. And would that get, would, yeah. You'd have to, I guess, have a visual with it as well because I don't think people would fully connect. It would have to be, yeah, like with the needle and the groove otherwise. Okay, that's fine. So, Coffee Dobson, it is then. AC decaf. <laughs> okay, that one. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I have a proposal for pro sports, specifically okay. how they use video review mm-hmm. and reviewing calls. I think it needs to change. And I started thinking about this after it was, I think it was game three, Oilers and Kings, where there was that controversial 
no call on the high stick. Right. You know, yeah. and over the, and led to the goal in overtime. And then fans were reviewing it from a million different angles and saying it touched the stick. No, it didn't. Yeah. And then one of these uh, one of these calls actually went against the Bruins in Game Six. wasn't the reason they lost, but it it did go against them. And I was, I don't think that video review should exist to overturn these like microscopic moments in a game that have little to no effect on the outcome of the play. Right, and you see yeah. it a lot now that offside can be reviewed in NH- in the NHL. Like yep. someone will score, then they'll be like, "Oh, hang on, was it offside? Is it out of the zone?" And they'll go back, and there'll be a toe offside. I'm like, "Well, that didn't affect the outcome of the play." No. So I don't think that's what video review. It should be for those rare instances where the officials clearly missed something obvious, right? That did lead to a goal, or that did lead to a scoring chance. Yeah. The problem is, where do you draw that line? Oh, well, I, I have a solution for that. Oh, okay. So the. They review it from, you know, from six different angles at like super slow motion. And then you're able to catch these little things that happen. I think the officials should get a second look at it at full speed Mm -hmm. from one angle. And if they don't see anything, then it wasn't that important to the play. Yeah. You know, if there's a guy who's offside by a mile, who's cherry picking and they fed a pass and he scores and nobody called it. Well, they should be able to overturn that. Yep. And that's what the, but to, I mean, to look at it from all these different angles in slow motion, like, yeah, you're always going to find stuff like that. Totally. And as a fan, you don't even want to celebrate any, any time your team scores. Cause you're like, well, 30 seconds ago, was there a toe offside? You know, I know in football, did the DB have a hand on the receiver? Like, is it going to come back? It ruins the sport in my opinion. Yeah. And we've talked before about, yeah, when you can do this kind of thing, like it's kind of part of the game. There's some, the, the roughing or the, you know, the umping. The fact that there's certain mistakes that may, you know, happen are, is also part of the game. And you're mm-hmm. right. If it's not something that absolutely affects the play, then it really shouldn't. It's not important. Yeah. Like if I we know. have to argue in, you know, 60 Micro frames per second whether just, or not yeah. it was high stick, it didn't matter. Yeah. It did not matter. I so I agree. But I get why the leagues do this because on social media, we are going to share those super slow motion replays. We're going to share those yep. still frames that we took showing, oh, there was a toe offside. It should have been called back. And then it makes the league look bad. And it's tough, though, so, because you don't even know the angle. Some of those angles make it look a certain way, and it's yeah. not the accurate angle either. So even if you do say this is from this angle it is, well, that might not be the right angle. And so much of it depends on like the call on the field. Which yep. way did that go? The call on the ice. Which way was it called? Is there enough evidence to overturn it? Yes. But I think we could just like we could solve this if you gave the refs one more look mm-hmm. to catch anything that was very obvious and do away with this these like long reviews where they're breaking it down yeah. from all these different angles and stuff i think that's like that's not the spirit of the rule nope. it's not the spirit of the sport no and i would like to see that change going forward that's just my my opinion the beckler and shauna podcast well on friday we we had an incident in the studio, and I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, you enjoyed this, didn't you? I don't know how funny you thought this was, but I just wanted to pass it along because I think it's pretty funny. So you were in the studio, and the door was open, and I walked outside the studio, and I was standing at the door, and uh, you made this weird readjustment in your chair, so I said, hey, what, what are you doing? And you said, oh, I'm just farting in here. Just giving you a kind heads Thank up you. to maybe give it a minute before you came back in. Absolutely. And you and I, like, we're close, you know, with one another now. So we have these types of conversations. Maybe spend, too close. Probably. But we spend a lot of time in the, the studio together. So we're fine with saying these things. But then you said something was like, oh, yeah, just lifting a cheek for a fart. I was like, oh, I'm just honking a blowy in here. And I'm killing myself because what you don't realize when you're saying all this is that there is this lovely young lady who is a, stre- 
a street teamer at our station. So she she was waiting. To come right. in and opt the board for Justin's live on location, right? Absolutely. And so she was just waiting to come into the studio as we were clearing out. And she's just quietly <laughs> sitting there as you're just discussing your farts <laughs> and what's going on in here. And then you came in and mouthed me, there's a street teamer out there. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just killing myself. I'm just telling them like he has no idea she's out here. And he's just going, like, yeah, I'm just honking. Just honking some ass. Just honking some ass, yeah. Well, you may be leaving. This poor and girl's probably sitting out there like, what the hell? And you're on the chair that she then has to sit on. Oh, my God. Just, <laughs> you came back and just I'm yourself. Dying. There's someone out there. There's someone else. And you're looking at me and I have this look on my face like I want to tell you something, but I can't even really <laughs> communicate it loudly because she's oh, right there. Oh, man. Oh, that's good. I did this to myself. Oh, you did. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Etymology with Shauna. I have an etymology request for you if I could, Shauna. Okay. Uh, the show we're watching right now, someone used the term egg on your face, which is to be like embarrassed about a decision that you've made, right? Right. Said, yep. We might have egg on our face here. Where first of all, what does that mean, and where does it come from? I've seldom heard that term actually. It's not super common. No, um, but but they think it actually is a bit murky. No one knows for sure, but it's assumed that it comes back from the theater days when bad actors would be pelted with rotten tomatoes or eggs. Really, and that's where it came from. Is yeah, because that was that was it, right? If you were a bad actor, you know the common practice of the the rotten tomatoes. Yeah. I'm sure, uh, but eggs was another thing that they throw if they didn't like you as an actor, which is insane. Man, your performance has to really suck. Yeah. First of all, I mean, people are bringing they're bringing rotten produce there, thinking it's going to be bad. Yeah, or? it's that we well, we've talked about this. How strange that is! Like, how where did you store it when you went back? <laughs> you would dress up back then to go out to the theater. Did women just like hide rotten tomatoes in their boobs? Like, where are you keeping this rotten stuff <laughs> just in case? Right. We're pretty excited for a night out on the town, yes. going to the theater. But just in case it's bad, yes. I'm going to bring this rotten cabbage in my dress. Or was there like page boys or something that were selling rotten tomatoes just for, you know, just to make a little extra cash? Like, you know, you want these. It's like, yeah, you're right. It's bad. I hear Here there's a go. real stinker of a play on yeah, right now. Yeah, I'm going to pay twice as much as I did for the <laughs> ticket just to throw this tomato at you. Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. How many times have you been sent the article about the wiener-shaped iceberg off the coast of Newfoundland, Beckler? <laughs> Several times. Shauna, <laughs> several times. I counted, I think, nine people sent it to me yesterday. <laughs> yesterday alone, just nine. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard, I mean, I'm sure everybody's heard. It's what it sounds like, okay? There's an iceberg off the coast of Newfoundland that was uh, photographed. It looks identical to a peen. It's shaped like a penis. Like, uncanny, That's though. Like, it almost looks like somebody may have carved it. It's that good. You know what I mean? Like, I looked at that and I was like, so if I was from Newfoundland and I had some time to kill, I would probably do that just because that's really funny. Just carve carve your own peen. Head out there with a chainsaw and see if you can make this iceberg oh look God. like a penis. Right? Like, honestly. And the funniest thing is it was captured by a man named or from Dildo, Newfoundland and it's in Conception Bay and everything about this is just, it's to the point where you're like, is this real? When you first read about it, you're like, there's no way. You know that every late night show is going to be talking about Canada and how this is. Oh, every yeah. radio show in the every country, too. Every radio show. Yeah, uh, the funniest thing to me, though, was just that everybody sees, you know, these stories about icebergs shaped like penises and think immediately of us. That's what I love. 
Like, That's a penis. I got to tell Beckler. I got to tell Sean. I got to tell Beckler, Sean. Like the number of times again we were said this. I love it. I'm like, thank you for I, seeing this and thinking immediately of us. I was really disappointed with the nickname that the media gave it, though. Like they're calling it the Dicky Berg. That's yeah. weak. Come on. I, it's a we little better, better when I that. found out that it's after Dicky Bird. So it's a play on the Dicky Bird, but it's a still, Dickie bird. it's a, this small bird that I guess I don't know. It has something to do with Newfoundland. So anyway, that's okay. So there's slightly a local connection better, to it. But yeah. I agree with you. The name it locks definitely could we, be better. You could do way better than that, right? Oh, it's frozen yeah. flapjack. Yeah, a bobbing beef whistle. It's a gl- glacier glop and glockenspiel. <laughs> it's a fl- floating flesh flute. A freshwater Frank Walter. It's a sheesh long. It's an icy piss missile. It's a chisel pistol. <laughs> A chisel pistol? A chisel pistol. Oh, a sea <laughs> Even You could go super, super, even just a sea shaft, you know? I mm. prefer all of those to Dickie Bird. I agree. Yeah. All are better options. This way better. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. With Comic-Con this past weekend, for some reason I got thinking about this, but what or who is the greatest TV nerd of all time? I got thinking about nerds. The greatest TV nerd. Yes. And I was like, we could go uh, different ways with this. You could go the greatest nerd, like living nerd of all time, or you could go fictional nerds. I mean, either or, but I was but thinking about- But it has to be the, a TV nerd? Well, which one would you prefer? Do you want real life nerds or, just or nerds TV or nerds as a whole? Yeah, let's go broad. Broad. Okay. Well, nerd a, of all time. There's a lot of nerds to discuss then. I guess, first of all, we have to d- decide what- like what we define a nerd yeah. as. I mean, this is the thing. It's a bit subjective. Somebody yeah. who's, I mean, overly smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe not particularly popular okay. in the in the, in the the traditional sense. Because people wear the term nerd proudly these days, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. It's changed if a lot. If you are a nerd on a certain subject, mm-hmm. that's like a badge of honor. Absolutely. Uh, but when you come to TV nerds, there's always a, a certain... Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, cliche. Well, I mean, on TV, I'd say like the archetypal nerd was Steve Urkel. Yes. Yeah, him or Screech from Saved by the Bell. That's another real big nerd. Saved by the Bell. Oh, okay. Uh, he was a big, big nerd as well. Or here's Dexter. From Dexter's Lab? From Thought Dexter's of Lab. Him too. Those are yeah. the top three, I'd say, I think, of the TV nerds. TV nerds, for sure. Perhaps. What about living nerds? Real life nerds? Uh, well, this this guy's not living, but I would say maybe the greatest nerd of all time would be uh, Sir Isaac Newton. Yeah. Because he was one of the smartest people who ever lived, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fair. One of the greatest scientists of all time. And by the sounds of it, like also quite antisocial. Yeah. You know, like there's even rumors that he died a virgin. Um, right. Okay. Yeah. But also made some of the greatest scientific discoveries of all time. So. I mean, now that you put him in the conversation, I'm not sure if there's any nerd that would top that. I was going to say like Bill Gates. Huge nerd. Huge nerd. Huge nerd. And in terms of what, you know. It fits the stereotypes. Modern day nerd. Yeah. He'd be, he'd be up there for sure. But. Yeah. You're right. Sir Isaac Newton maybe would go above. Yeah, I guess it all that. depends on what your definition of a nerd is. I don't yeah. think either are wrong answers. But. Okay, well, there we go. I mean, this is, that was very quick. We got to it. We got to it. Quick and dirty. Quick and dirty. Quick and nerdy. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. The hamburger's coming back, so maybe if we all start talking about it, get on alert, 
Maybe Grimace will show up and beat the out of the hamburger. Who knows? That's the Why'd you have to take it to that? Okay, whatever. He's stealing burgers. Fine, if you just want to let him go. X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.